ride a ride. We're here with Mame and Mom. Yes. Hi, Mom. Where did you ever, ever come from? You're my mom, so I came from you. Yeah, that is true. That's true. This backhanded compliment changed your whole life. Mame out, man. All right, and we're back with Mame and Mom. And we are back, and she is Mame. And she's Mom. And I'm Mom. And she's also kind of Mame. What? I don't know, sometimes. You think so? Sometimes. Really? I mean, she was your mom. She was my mom. She is my mom. Yeah, She's in she heaven, but mom. she'll always be my mom. Exactly. Mame out. Mame in. Mame out and mame in. You know what's really forever. funny, though? Yeah, mame forever. Oh, my God. I've said this before. Can you imagine? She must be in heaven right now thinking, oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. She exactly. loved attention. She loved all this stuff. She would be on this show right now if she mm -hmm. was here, but oh, she is. And you know what else she loved? What? The holidays. She loved the holidays. Remember, she used to get all dressed up with her little Santa Claus mm -hmm. outfit, and she loved to dress up. She had the cutest little outfits. Of course, they were like size zero, negative, negative zero. There was, oh my gosh, she was so tiny. And she was so cute. She was so cute. She was adorable. She, adorable. And you know what? I also always dress up like Santa. Yeah, I know. You are just <laughs> like her. You are just like her. That's too perfect. Yeah, she used to always make these, like, coconut cakes that no one actually liked. Or she would bring them, right? The bunny cakes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a story that goes with that. That's another another show. The bunny but, cake story? Oh, my I God. It's a good story. It is a it. good story. Oh, my God. Should I tell it right now? I think you should. I think my brother would laugh about this one. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I don't even know how many years ago. My mother was still here, so it's probably, like... 14 years ago or something like that um it was easter and my mother brought a cake like emily just said over and i was on a diet every i mean everyone there was on a diet it was one of those deals and <clears throat> it was the end of the night and the cake was just sitting there nothing hadn't even been touched so my mother goes okay you guys like you guys can fight over whoever wants the cake and my brother is like i don't want the cake and i said i don't want the cake and we're kind of pushing it back and forth and back and forth Anyway, so I thought that he took it and I was all happy and kind of laughing about it. And I went to bed that night and it was in my bed. I'm like, you <laughs> brat. So I took it and I put it in the freezer because I didn't want it to go bad. And then, oh my gosh, I brought it. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. You did a lot with this cake. I did a lot. That cake had been back and forth in yeah. like five years. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Back to his house, back to my house. It'd be frozen, unfrozen, back to his house, blah, blah. And then it turned into just bunnies, not even a cake. Oh, we did the whole, we're still doing the bunny yeah, thing. Yeah, the bunny thing. One time, thing. one time she broke into my uncle's house to drop off a bunny. And the dog almost ate you, right? No, this is this goes happen? back to the cake. What happened was I said, I had, and it was in my freezer for quite a while and I had no room left. I said, I got to get rid of this thing. So I brought, I put it in a little bag, like a little gift bag. And I, I brought it over to his house thinking, okay, so he's not home. And then I touched the door and I realized that the doorknob was open. So I opened <laughs> the doorknob and I put my hand in. I'm like, great, I'm just going to take this and I'm going to drop it in his kitchen. No, no biggie. Right when I opened the door, his door dog bites me in the hand so i dropped the bag in his kitchen and now this is a five-year-old <laughs> cake in his kitchen so this goes back to grandma Mame because i called her and she's laughing she goes 
Oh my God, <laughs> that dog is going to eat that cake and he's going to poop all over your brother's house. And oh my God, we had the biggest chuckle. So I don't know. That's the, that's the bunny cake story. I love it. It, it's a good one. It's one of my stories. You know how you always have those go-to stories when mm -hmm. you meet a person for the first time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of them. I takes like the that. cake. It takes the cake. Over the other stories. It does. Yeah. It pretty much. Mm -hmm. The bunny cake. It took the bunny cake. The bunny bunny. So how were your holidays? They were perfect, honestly. Whoa. I know. There's no such thing as perfect. But they were. They were great. Everyone was happy. Nuts and everyone was there. So I think they were perfect, honestly. Yeah. I thought they were perfect. I got really sick right after Christmas, though. But I think it was good for me to do nothing for a week. Ooh, that must have been hard. You doing nothing. What was I that know. like? I was so sick, though, that I, it was it was bad enough that I didn't want to do anything. Did you have COVID? No, it wasn't COVID. It was just a really bad cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, honestly, maybe I was just so tired that it was worse because of how tired I had been. Because I was you, just going, yeah. going, going all year. You go, 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 go. Absolutely. I think it was a little you need a break to just be a little sickling and have have to have people get me stuff it's kind of funny how <laughs> the universe works though when it's time to say all right i've had enough it just tells you and mm -hmm. there are different ways right yeah for sure and yeah we were supposed to go to new jersey for new year's eve but then our friends got covid Ugh. but it's okay we still had a really good time good mm -hmm. I enjoyed my Christmas Eve so much in Christmas morning. I spent mm -hmm. the night at my daughter's house. Not this one, but I was Not there that too. One. And you were there too. And mm -hmm. of course, from Mame and Moms, mm -hmm. yes, she's such a professional. She um, made up pajamas for all of us. Yeah, Mame and Mom, our sponsor. Our sponsor. We wouldn't be here today without our sponsor, New Hampshire Made Moms. Not Mame and Moms. <laughs> New Hampshire, yeah. Okay. We're rebranding her. <laughs> Our sponsor, New Hampshire Made Moms, makes all sorts of apparel, all in New Hampshire. And without her, we wouldn't be here today. No, we wouldn't. Jeez. And we're looking for more sponsors. If you're interested, please contact us. The more sponsors we have, the closer we're going to be to going viral. Mostly what she means is the closer, what I mean, the closer we are to having my mom get a tattoo of my Ooh. face on her back. Yeah, right. That'll happen. <laughs> I already said I have her practically her face on my butt from all the... Well, Stretch marks. You know, there's what's what's one more? What's one more? Yeah, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought I think we said 400 um, members to our group. Actually, I think you said 200, and we hit 200. Oh, did All we? Right. I don't know. I well, I guess maybe we we're going say with 400, 500. Maybe I say 500. I guess. I, so please join. I really want this to happen. But you're gonna you want to get a yellow rose, right? That's what we're gonna probably. do. Probably. I was thinking about getting my eyebrows tattooed. I know. You're like, oh, yeah, well, let's go in for tattoos. Let's get our eyebrows tattooed. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, no, I want to get something cool. I was going to get my lips tattooed. <laughs> I think that would look good, though. I want to see pictures of how they do that, that what? eyebrow tattoos. I've, I'm thinking about doing yeah, it. That sounds cool. It Well, it looks good. I guess it depends. With my luck, though. You know what's going to happen. You know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to look like I'm winking. Someone's going to put miniature bunnies on your... <laughs> I'm going to ask them in secret to do that. Oh, good. That'd be nice of me. That would be nice of you. Yeah. You could actually get, though, you can get uh, temporary tattoos of the tattoo that you want. Oh, that's a good idea. you know that? No. Yeah. It's a thing. I saw it on Instagram. I They are no way sponsoring the show. I won't mention the name. Or I could. Whatever. I don't remember the name, though. Okay. Well. But... You can, like, have them design the tattoo you want. Yeah. It's, like, a temporary two-week tattoo. 
which is a really good idea. I think, you know what, for those impulsive people like us, that is a good idea. That's like, you know, dating for a while and seeing if it's going to work out before you get married. Exactly, yeah, but I never, yeah, I'm, I'm not a good role model for tattoos. Do you know the story of how I got all my tattoos? No. I only have three, but every single one of the, the tattoos I have, I decided the same day Ooh. to get it. <laughs> I'm going to go back for a second. I am an anti-tattoo person. I'm 56 years old and I've never gotten one. Never would want boring. to. I know I'm boring, but boring. go ahead. Tell us the stories, Emily Mame. Um, every, yeah, the first tattoo I got, I put an Instagram poll up and I said, I'm going to get a tattoo today. Suggest something. I'll definitely get one of these. Whoa. And that's what I did. God, I wish I was on there. Luckily, someone suggested something that I like. I would have suggested, I don't know, something really funny. Like... I don't know. I have to think about that. I'll Words get back to you on that. <laughs> you would have had the funniest response. Mame out. Oh, mame out. That could be fun. That could be a good one. We could get mame out tattoos. Once we go viral, I will get mame out. All right. If we go viral, people, we're going. We're getting I mean, that. Yeah, it could happen. Where are we gonna put it? Uh, directly on your ear. Okay. <laughs> little, little letters. I don't know. Maybe your face. I was thinking my forehead. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Why not? I think Why it's a not? good fashion trend. Mame out. But yeah, I got that one from an Instagram poll. The other one I got just randomly when I was in Cape Cod. I just got a little shark. It's very cute. And then the other one I got in Montreal, and I just decided the day before, and then I got it. I like it. Yeah. You're cute. Why not? Why not? I think that if I thought about it for too long, I would never get one. Right. And that's why I just went for it. Right. But I also am a bit of a monster, so I don't know. Back in the day, though, for me, people didn't really get tattoos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, I mean, maybe someone in prison or someone that was in the military, and that was really it. Maybe I actually got this tattoo in prison. It must have been when you were in prison. Yeah, that was old times. Yeah, that know? was the old days. You know, you got, oh, yeah, you got arrested <laughs> for playing categories. Yeah, too much. Too much. Too much math. They Too were like, you gotta put this girl away. Yeah, way, way, way. <laughs> yeah, so, but Christmas was good. Did you have a fun New Year's? What'd you do? I did. Actually, I went up north with some friends, and your brother and his girlfriend came, and we had a great time. Wow. We played, oh my God. Oh you my played God. Oh my God. Yeah, well, I may as well. Cards Against Humanity. Oh. What a game to play with your kids. Yeah, that is a game to play with your kids. And a bunch Not of really. other people that don't really know your kids, and my kids are very dry. Sometimes, or I don't know, maybe that's not the word I want. What is it? Just a little much. Just a little know. much. I'd say, yeah, just a little out there. Yeah, thank God my friends are my true friends because <laughs> they did think that they were funny. But anyway, it was fun. They're like, get out of here. Get yeah. get out of here. Mame out. Mame out. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to dive into some listener questions we have? I do. I listener do. questions time. What's the first one, Emily Mame? All right. Are you ready for it? Oh, my. I don't know. <laughs> Drum roll. All right. So this one is, my daughter is in third grade and is having a very hard time with anxiety at school. She has always enjoyed school in the past, but is coming home in tears, begging not to return. She is more motivated to do schoolwork than she was in the past, and I do feel her teacher is pushing her to be her best. However, his approach is causing her to become increasingly anxious, and I am seeing changes in her overall personality. I know I need to talk to the teacher, and I will, but how can I help her manage her anxiety? She's having a hard time sleeping, etc. Wow. wow. That's a right. really important one. That's that's huge, and I think it's great that this parent, 
um, anonymous. We like to keep things anonymous. But I, first of all, I'm going to thank you for sending us that that question because I'm sure that there are other listeners that have had something like this or have experienced something like this with their children. So I think that this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think each year, you know, new teacher, new surroundings, new friends. Maybe you don't have the friends from last year, so now you feel a little insecure about your environment. I mean, I don't know. I mean, how long? I, I guess it's been a while, though, huh? If it's just happening right now. So I would think. In the year? Yeah. yeah. So they probably, well, I'm going to go back. So it's probably not because it's something new. Mm-hmm. Unless this has been going on all along and it's getting worse. It could be new for this year. Like, it could be a new... Right, since September, this has been going on. Okay, so it didn't just start right now. So, I mean, think about it. It's huge. And you know, the other thing I was thinking about when you just said that is the age. Mm -hmm. I mean, this the hormones are starting a little bit, too. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. A lot to talk about. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me that, I, that I'd that i say in this email, first of all, it's great that you're thinking about it so much. Like, clearly you care a lot about your kid. That's great. And also, I think it's really important that your kid is going to you about these types of things. Because I think keeping that layer of trust is the most important thing for as they get older. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And it is evident what you just said that, you know, first of all, this mom really cares about her child and she's willing to put herself out there and ask mm-hmm. for other opinions mm-hmm. and I think that's so important no one's gonna have the perfect answer but I, but I think if you you get a bunch of people together and together you can collaborate and come up with a, a good answer yeah absolutely. And it feels like that's kind of what's happening and I like that mm-hmm let me ask you yeah. when you were little I'm trying to think of any year that you had a hard time with do you remember one of like the hardest year when you were little I have such a hard time remembering things yeah. The hardest time when I was little in school. Um, I had a hard time in high school, I'd say. Like, freshman year, sophomore year was pretty tough for me. Also, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a sec. The whole time, actually, I think. <laughs> so tell us more about that. Um, I, I think for me, I was kind of a weird kid, and I didn't really fit in oftentimes. And I, I struggled a lot with that. I was different than most other kids. Explain that. I don't understand what you mean. Um, I don't know. I was just always kind of weird. I didn't like to, like, wear this. Like, everyone was like, oh, there's a trend. Like, everyone wear this. Everyone wear that. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to. I don't know. I just didn't go along with the, like, herd a lot of the time. And people did not understand that. And then when I got older, I got more and more nerdy and more into math and this and that. I never talked about it to people because no one would understand. So I, I don't know. I just felt alone a lot. Mm-hmm. The only the friends I did have too were a lot older than me. Like a lot of the time, Brittany, my sister, yeah, New Hampshire moms, shout out, New Hampshire moms, hello, Brittany. She was the person I hung out with mm-hmm. the most, really, a lot of the time. But we weren't in school together. She would just like pick me up after class. Yeah. So I don't know. But in terms of what could have been done. I just feel like it's that age specifically, like 10 years old, is tough. Uh-huh. On both because it's they hate their mothers at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say they hate their mothers, but they're not as open to their yeah. mothers. I think 10's like the, where it starts and yeah. then 11 and 12. Oh. I think one of the biggest reasons I'm scared of having kids is because I'm terrified of teenagers. Why? They, they scare me. 
<laughs> really? Oh, interesting. They're scary. They're so mean and they're so angry. And I know I was. I was evil. <laughs> no, no, you weren't. But it it's a tough one. You think I wasn't about nice it. nice to you. No, you weren't. I so. was so mean to you. <laughs> That's what, that's what girls do, and I get it now what you said, but it's a natural thing. Mm -hmm. This is what's supposed to happen. We've talked about this before. We are made to, once we hit a certain age, to, to start pulling away from our parents because that's the only way that we can be able to leave the nest when it's time. True, yeah. They have to, like, become their own person. Yeah. And I think a big thing, too, is, like, letting your kid fail rather than just, like, teaching, like, rather than doing it all. I think mm -hmm. that that's something that I, I bet a, I bet a lot of parents struggle with. I mean, I'm, I'm not a parent, but I can imagine. I, I feel like I have a hard time even watching my dog do things without helping her. I think it's like, it's hard because I do think it's important to make your own failures. Yes. But I'm sure that's incredibly difficult to watch as a parent. It's so hard. I mean, when you see the little kid trying to, to tie his shoelace and you're just watching and they're, you know, having a hard time, you just want to jump right in there mm -hmm. and tie their shoelaces. And I'll tell you a story about this. This is an analogy when I used to teach. And my analogy is about codependency. So this story's made up, so don't worry, it's not about anybody. This is truly made up. At least I, you'd laugh if you, if, no, you it's wouldn't funny. laugh. It'd be sad if, if this was true. But say you have this mother and she has this baby. It was the most beautiful baby in the world. And she goes and she buys some little baby sneakers right, right out of the womb. This cute, cute little baby sneakers. And she puts those sneakers on her little baby and she ties them. And they're so cute. And then as the baby gets a little older, maybe, you know, two months old, and she goes out and she buys some sneakers for the little two-month-old and puts them on and ties them. And next thing you know it, he's five, and she's putting the little cute little sneakers on, and she's tying them. And the next thing you know it, he's in high school, and she's still tying his shoes. And then he goes to college, and she's still tying his shoes. And then guess what? He finds out, or she finds out, that she has cancer, and she has two weeks to live. Oh, my God. What's he going to do? He doesn't even know how to tie his shoes. Mm -hmm. But he's so dependent on his mother that he can't go out and live his life because his whole time he he doesn't believe he can tie his own shoes. Yeah, why, why would, he? would he? Because someone's always done it. As mm -hmm. soon as he tried, no, 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 I'm going to tie it for you. Mm -hmm. He literally would sit back and wait like 45 minutes for his mother to get there to mm -hmm. tie his shoes. He doesn't even realize. Again, this is not a true story. But this yeah. analogy is exactly what you're saying. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Codependency is sad because when people talk about codependency, you think that it's for the person that they're trying to take care of them, but it's not completely. And the reason mm -hmm. why they say co is it's because there's two parts to it. Mm -hmm. Sure, you want to take care of that person that you're trying to fix or take care of, but you are getting something out of it too. There's mm -hmm. a need from you. You, you have the need yep. to take care of. Yeah, and I think that that's what scares me about having kids because I think I have to figure that stuff out before I do that, before yeah. I have kids because I know I would be like that. Yeah. I know that. Um, I was definitely a codependent when you guys were little, especially on Brittany. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. I mean, I talk to a lot of moms about it now, and, and I think most of us do that. Your first child, what happens is with each age, you kind of regress and you go back to that age. Your memory goes back. So obviously you're not going to remember when you were born or when you're two years old or whatever. But 
say your child is three and you have memories from when you were three and those memories kind of get attached to your child so if my daughter was having a hard time maybe fighting with her friends or whatever i actually felt every piece of pain that she had and i wanted to fix it because it hurt me and as she aged I started to feel the pain more and more, and mm -hmm. I just wanted to run in there and fix it. Yeah, of course. And I know a lot of mothers that did, mm -hmm. right? I mean, their child's being teased, so they mm -hmm. would run in and try but to it, save the day. Yeah. And it, but it's also interesting because I think, and also I want to say too, with this listener email, we're not in any way saying that it's a codependent relationship. No, we're with just you and I. <laughs> we just got on a tangent. But I do think it's really interesting though, because where is the line, right? Of like helping and then stopping yourself to let them also make their own mistakes. Where is the line? But I, I think maybe the line is the fact that when your kid comes to you asking for your help, maybe that's the line. But maybe kind they don't of. know that they need the help. True. For sure. This is a tough one. Like when I worked mm -hmm. in substance abuse, I primarily at the end of my career, I don't know how it happened, but I ended up working with families. It just kind of felt, just happened that way. And, and we talked a lot about codependency mm -hmm. in there. So we talked a lot about where the codependency was coming from. Again, the chicken or the egg. Was it about mom? Was it about the child? Mm -hmm. But then it comes down to talking about wanting to fix things for your kids. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of parents say, I know they're trying to get clean and they relapse. So I'm, I, and I ran out and I gave money to the drug dealer because I didn't want something to happen to them. Yeah, absolutely. Where's the line? Because you want to save your kid's life. However, you don't want to protect them for things because they're not going to change. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a huge line there. And, and that was something that I couldn't answer. People would say, okay, so what do I do? And you have to look at the consequences from each. each... But, that's, but that's the thing. I think a lot of the time and just in general, people seek advice. And a lot of the time, I think when people write something down or when people ask a question, they're answering it themselves. Yes. When they yes. ask it. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying, I think you should still write into uh, a maybe mom. That's not what yeah. I'm saying whatsoever. But I'm saying it's great to get other people's opinions. But at the end of the day, it depends. You know, it depends on so many things. It, but, yeah. but yeah, I want to go back to that because I think it's really interesting of just like, where is the line between being a, a good parent and being like doing too much? My generation te teases your generation because mm -hmm. you do way too much. Yeah. But I, my generation did too. So mm -hmm. if you go, I'm goodness gracious go back to my generation oh my god it was so different than it is today in what way what do you mean you had three squares and a cot for the most part mm -hmm. you know you don't you don't swear at your parents you don't raise your voice you don't do any mm -hmm. of that i mean it was very different obviously yeah. it's not okay today either to to say that to your parents but i don't know it, it feels like it was a lot more strict and it feels like things have relaxed more which i mean there's a lot of pros and cons to both absolutely it? yeah because i think being strict is is good in some ways too but also there's a difference between being strict and being kind of overbearing oh gosh yeah because you're just gonna push your kid right mm -hmm. they're like the two polar opposites in a way completely but both can yeah really like push your kid away it's finding that balance in the middle of of doing enough not too much and this and that and there's just so much to being a parent so let me it ask you me. though me. let me ask you what was i <laughs> Um, I think it went back be and honest, forth. Be no, honest. I think you went back and forth. I think depending on where you're at in life, like I feel like you went through a lot of things, different pieces, but I feel like you always tried really hard and I made it really difficult. Like you'd try to talk to me all the time about things and I would just, you would be like, I remember you would pick me up from school and you'd be like, how was your day today? And I'd be like, fine. 
<laughs> that's true. But you know what's funny about that? What? Is I actually think that I just get overwhelmed when people ask me sometimes about how my what happened during my day. Remember when you were little? Actually, when I first got a divorce, we'd we'd have dinner and it would be me and you three kids, and I'd ask everybody, "So how was your day?" And we had to go through and talk about our whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I have PTSD from that. Maybe. <laughs> so I woke up and I had breakfast. <laughs> the poor people listening is like, "Oh my god!" Then you had a mouth test. Okay, I know. <laughs> I do like talking about my day, but I have to just want to talk about it Does yeah sense? yeah you you're burnt so, it's yeah, the end of the day you're burnt out you just don't even want to think yeah. about it i just feel like sometimes when people ask me even like what i do for work or like what i'm working on at work i'm like oh i don't even feel like explaining it yeah it's overwhelming it's overwhelming you don't want to think but about it there's certain times when i'm in the mood to talk about it anyways this of course took a long tangent but yeah let's give an actual bit of advice for the listener question okay i would say just keep doing exactly what you're doing the fact that your daughter is comfortable enough to go to you for advice is amazing keep it up and also just make sure that the communication is there that whatever action you take is what your daughter wants you to take and like Obviously, you're the parent here, so as long as it's a, a good approach, right? Like, I, yeah. I agree 100%. I love that answer. I think it's true. It's it's absolute. Um, and, you know, just, just keeping the communication, allowing your, your child to talk, and maybe reading up on some books about how to deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. This is a great opportunity because, you know what, everyone's going to have anxiety, whether it's now or when mm-hmm. they get older, oh, yeah. working a new job, whatever. Yeah. What a great opportunity it would be for them that mother to to help the mm-hmm. child learn some coping skills absolutely because another thing i think about too with this specific question is like why is your daughter getting this anxious about this like exactly. is there something going on underneath everything yeah because i know for me like when i'm really anxious in general a small thing will set me off and but it if might I'm, not be that right yeah something completely different exactly like if i'm really really anxious everything's a big deal yeah everything and if I'm doing good, if I'm happy, it's, I can, like, a, the same thing can happen and I'll be like, oh. So it's like peeling the onion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, what do you do when you're anxious? Like, what are the oh, main my. things? What do I do when I'm anxious? Um, well, I'll, I'll do, I was going to say yoga, but that would be bull crap. I'm you not going to lie. Yoga. No, I don't. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to eat right, get plenty of rest, no, take your vitamins. What do you really do? What would I really do? Honestly, I'll call you, call Brittany, and process it. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm more of an auditory person mm-hmm. rather than visual or any of that. So it and I like what you said before because here I am telling you my problem and I actually answered it myself, being able mm-hmm. to process it out loud. Yeah. Because you can tell me, well, this is my opinion, like you said, but you don't really know what's going on inside of me or how it's I'm going to react with it because everyone reacts differently. Absolutely. So I I like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would just vent and then I would I would make sure that I got extra um, rest and. Might have a couple more cookies than I normally would or whatever. Yeah, or you do your art. Oh, my art is huge. Mm -hmm. It helps me with my stress. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I think that that's, we'll see what I do too. I, I do a lot of like, and something creative, whatever it may be. Yeah. Just something to, I need an outlet. If I don't have that artistic art outlet. And the reason why that works, people don't realize is, okay, so you have two parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. You have your left and your right. Mm Mm-hmm. Your left brain is actually your logical brain, and that's where you think things through, where your right brain is your creative brain. So when you're anxious, you're going to be using your left brain. That's what anxiety is. You're just full creating all these scenarios, and you're just being so creative, and that part of the brain is just going Mm -hmm. 
but you only can use one part of the brain at a time. So this is a thing, it's called grounding that I used to work with pretty much all of my clients was you just need to focus on your voice focus on something, maybe looking up at the ceiling. So now you're feeling really anxious. You can feel your heart beating or whatever, and just look up at the ceiling and look at the cracks on the ceiling and just start counting them or the tiles on the floor and just count or spell or, or say whatever, just, just basically put all of your attention on that. And once you do that, you'll realize that your, your anxiety goes away because like I said, you can't use both sides of the brain at a time. Yeah. And that's a good thing to teach your child as well. That's what so a great skill. Yes. I think I taught myself that when I was like seven. Yeah? Yeah. Tell Did me I ever about tell it. you about what I, my, what I do in my brain? No, I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> it's really weird. So when I think I was like seven or eight, I was playing some game on, on the computer and I developed this whole thing in my head that, so the keyboard, right, there's, you can like split it down the middle. Mm -hmm. There's 13 characters on both sides. Say there's a word, I'll flip it, the word in my head so that it's every other. There's a, there's a letter on the left side and the right side and the left side. It's really weird. Wow. No wonder why you're so smart. I mean, I, that's over my head already. But I do that in my head, but I find that I do it a lot more when I'm anxious. Are you doing so that now? If I think about it, I do it. So I would do it to like the words that are right there. A lot of people, a lot of people have little, mm -hmm. I don't want to call it a tick, but I don't even know what you would call it. But it's that's the way of grounding. Yeah. It's not even a tick. I actually told my therapist about it and he was just like, yeah, that's a really intense thing that you doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's grounding yourself. Maybe there were other yeah. times too when you were a kid. I mean, someone with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. Not saying that's what was happening because most of us do that anyway. But when you're a, a kid, you probably do make up things like that so you don't pay attention. Say your parents mm -hmm. are fighting or your brother and sister are fighting or you're, I don't know, you're in some sort of stressful situation. What you did actually where you're disassociating, it's a mm -hmm. way of disassociating. So you don't know what else is going on. You just kind of bring right in here. Yeah, that's probably what I was doing. Yeah. Very interesting. But then you comes habit and then yeah, I have to like stop doing it. Sometimes it's not fun. And then it could be OCD. Yeah, I know. Get, we'd have to dig a little get deeper. Get kind of a little obsessed with it. But it's kind of interesting. It's very interesting. Weird. A lot of people have told me similar things. So Yeah, like something that you make up and yeah. just your whole life. Yeah. 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 It, but it's your way of grounding. It's a way of just kind of keeping yourself. Wow, I'm an adult and I'm still getting grounded. You're getting <laughs> the girl who never got grounded. Yeah, I never got grounded, grounded in my life. <laughs> I never went to detention either. But I wasn't really that good of a kid in school. I feel like I used to talk a lot and I was a nuisance. Get out. I used to talk a lot or I would sleep in class. But I never got in trouble. Well, who are you talking to? I don't know. I don't remember. People. You really think you were talking that and you never got in trouble? Couldn't have been talking that much. That's a good point. I felt like I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking to myself in my head. Shut <laughs> up. Well, it's not like I was talking the whole time. I hate her shoes. I mean, what were you thinking? I was probably talking about my own shoes or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hate what wore today. <laughs> my bag smells like skunk. Oh, my God. That's time? a story. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, that was the fifth grade. That was the I worst. I felt so bad. So what happened was... <laughs> So what happened was our house got sprayed by a skunk. Actually, we, had we this... opened the door when the dog went out. Yeah. Right when we opened the door. Oh, that, dog. Just... that dog was something else. But she had a lot of anxiety, probably because it runs in the family. Yeah. Um... Picked up on <laughs> But so, yeah, we, we opened the door and then the dog got sprayed. So the house 
It's not like it's gone for like two months. And mostly all your book bags and your yes. shoes and everything was right near the door. So uh -huh. when the door opened, that skunk just came right in, hit your book bag, yeah. everything. And I just remember the next day going to school. <laughs> And I was just like, please not say anything. Please don't even say anything. And then someone did say something. They were like, what smells like skunk in here? And I was like, I don't know. It's probably that person's. <laughs> no one ever bothered me. But it was the fifth grade. It's right before people get really mean. Oh, my goodness. That Luckily, it wasn't like terrible. seventh grade, though. Yeah, that was Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Ryan. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I felt so bad. Oh, I felt so bad. That was awful. It took but a funny. long time. And then every time something got wet or the dog went out, forget it. If it got yeah. wet, oh. That was gross. That oh. was awful. I like to think about it. Absolutely. All right, we have one more listener question. Should we go into it? Yes, we should. Also, just want to say, if anyone has a question that you want answered by me and my mom, if you want this giant tangent of an answer, you are more than welcome to write in. The link is actually in the description of this episode. Woohoo! And yeah, ask us a question, whatever it may be, and we'll answer it. And you can be anonymous. But if you don't want to be anonymous, just write that in the answer, please. Yeah. And thank you. And we love questions. They're fun. Yeah, they're Because so it gets up an opportunity to kind of process this stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my mom are ready to process. We are. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Here we are. All right. So this question. <laughs> this question <laughs> might have been answered by a, a young person. I'm just, just guessing. Um, okay. So this says, what happens when your friends have no other friends, but you kind of want to hang out with your other friends for a little while without them? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, what? It sounds like a riddle. But it does. Say it again. Let me just explain. Can I take a piece of paper and write it down? Like, compart. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a uh, math question. Like one of those, like, if yeah. George has three apples. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. I'm just, but let me just uh, break okay. down what my interpretation of the okay. question. Basically. And we're not picking on the question. No, not what's That's just how our brain yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, So the question reinterpreted is basically like say you have a group of friends mm -hmm. and then you have another friend outside of that and basically the friend that's not in this group of friends you're their only friend mm -hmm. so like you have this friend where you're their only friend and then there's times though that you want to hang out with the the group of friends outside from that mm -hmm. other friend mm -hmm. but you feel guilty mm -hmm. when you do oh I mean, I think we all experience that at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how would you handle it? I go back to my Maria and and um, Debbie class. I, I don't know. I always tell stories about Debbie and Maria, so I'm going to bring Her that back to my school. best friend. No, well, Middle way school? back. Elementary. Middle school Middle into bit? high school. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I knew them forever. But anyway, we said three of us BFF. were the amigos. So I remember one time they left me. They went out without me. I was devastated. I'll never forget that. It was a Saturday night and they left. They went and did something and I was, Dang. I was bombed. Wow. So I'm feeling... Um, You're like, I'm this friend. You're like, don't pick on the person that wrote it. And Debbie and Maria right now, if you're hearing this, you... I'm just kidding. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? 50 years Hang ago. out without mom of maybe mom. That's right. So, but how did you, how did you feel? I felt really sad. But also, me. but also, just going to play devil's advocate, don't yep. you think it's valid for them to be able to do their own things? Sometimes? Of course, and that goes back to codependency. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much codependency, again, 
when you're insecure and of course we're putting this in middle school for all we know this is someone in graduate school i don't know yeah. or a grandmother i don't know but we're going to go back just because it's easier to to look at it this way but when you're in middle school or younger you you don't have a self yet mm -hmm. and yourself is kind of the people that you're hanging out with and mm -hmm. so you're trying to to grow yourself but the unhealthy thing would be like i did was be upset because your friends left you and they did something without you mm -hmm. how dare them because mm -hmm. you know i'm god no i we need to teach people that they can be their own self mm -hmm. and that's true love if if you're possessive of someone that's not love yeah if you can let go and let people be who they are and accept them and let you know give them a chance to go away and if they do that means that they were supposed to but of course in middle school you don't realize that so yeah i think that it's twofold right because like i think when you're that old if you're that that if you're that age being alone is like the scariest thing possible right completely but i'd say oh mom's picking up her dog yes i am because we're codependent yeah sophie and my mom yeah we need to use a whole episode just about her and her dogs <laughs> so do i but it's fine sickness <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I have the okay, go ahead. For, for what? Yeah, what no, no. Say? I was gonna say if you were say this is a parent calling, and what do I say to my kid? Um, I don't know. I have an answer for the question. Okay, okay go ahead. So what I think okay. is one: say it's a new friend, like someone that's new to school, whatever it may be. I think it's as a good friend, the right thing to do would be, hey, do you want to come hang out with my friends? Like, invite them to hang out with you and your friends. However, if at that point. If they're not like getting along with your other friends, if they, if they just generally like disagree with hanging out with those people, whatever it may be, I think that you need to just do your own thing. Yep. Like you can't let this person bring you down whatsoever is the biggest thing. You need to think about yourself and like your own experiences, your own friendships. So don't let anyone hold you down or hold you back. And that's kind of modeling for your kids too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you show your kids that you genuinely care about your friends and you just let them be who they are mm -hmm. and, and actually supporting your friends to whatever they're going to do. Yeah. For Even sure. if they were going to move away, you know, mm -hmm. support them because it's not about them being attached to you. It's about you genuinely loving them and, and wanting what's best for them. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. What a good time. What a good time. What a good episode, Mom. This is amazing, Em. I was just so great. It was hard being away from you after California because we were together constantly. Right. Who's codependent now? I know. <laughs> Completely codependent. Yes. But yeah. To the point where Emily screens her call. She's like, oh my God, it's my mother again. Yeah. Oh, too yeah. much. Just too kidding. Much. No, Just kidding. Call her more than she calls me. Yeah, she does. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a fun episode. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone tune in on Mondays. On Mondays. And, and don't forget Monday. about your show that you have, your class that you teach, Code Emily. Code Emily. Throw yeah. that in there. If anyone's interested in learning to code for any reason. And a great way to get your daughter or your female friends going because that's going to help so support you and empower you to get into the engineering profession. Yeah, yeah. It's helping people learn to code. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. something I've been wanting to do my whole life, really. I mean, not my whole life, but like my whole adult life. Every time I've like gone out with friends, done this or that, and I end up at the end of the night being like, oh, I really want to do this thing. And they're like, do it. And I'm like, ah. But I'm finally doing it. And she is doing yeah, it. Yeah, 2023 is going to be a good year. It's going to be an amazing year. The best year. 
in the best year and I'm starting it perfectly with my beautiful daughter and I love you. She's talking to her dog Sophie yes, that's I in am. her lap. Sophie, but, you're so cute. Um oh it's God. fine. <laughs> I love you too. All right, Mame out. Mame out. Here I do this. Mame She's out. giving the peace sign. <laughs> <laughs>